Hi guys, uh, welcome to the Shoes of Shoes. Ah! <laughs> Look at that. Welcome to the Shoes of Biscuit podcast. I'm Alex White. That's how the show goes, by the way, Laura. That's just how it is. Um, I'm Alex Whiteley, and uh, I'm really, really pleased to be here today. I'm recording a number of different shows this weekend, um, so I can schedule everything out for the month so I can concentrate on Podade. Uh, if you listen to the show, you know what Podade is. Uh, we will elaborate on that a bit more later. Uh, today I'm joined by Laura from the Shropshire Goat. Um, and uh, thank you so much, Laura, by the way, because I was like, uh, I need some interviews for today. And you were like, okay, straight away. So thank you so much for that. No messing. <laughs> no messing. Get on it. Get on it. Let's do this. Um, Laura, um, where, where are you hailing from today? Are you take it you in Shropshire? I am in Telford right now. Oh, okay, um, cool. Yeah, and I've um, I've just moved here. Um, it'll be a month in like a couple of days that I've lived in Telford now. So I'm oh, brand new. Where have you come from? Uh, Leicester. I've just spent the last wow. kind of 15 years or so in Leicester, and we've just moved over. So kind of uh, hanging out with family after, you know, after the old lockdown and whatnot. Got a oh, yes, yes. So that old bombshell. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so I'm I'm in a totally new place. Never never lived here. Never really had that much to do with Shropshire before. And uh, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. That's really my... interesting. How does um, how does Telford compare to Leicester then for you? It's it's pretty different to be fair because uh, Leicester's uh, Leicester's a city. It's one of the biggest cities in the UK. I think it's like the top six or something. So cool. uh, so we're a lot lot smaller here, a lot more rural, lots of uh, really pretty places to go. And I, I really actually like the way that that Telford and Shropshire is kind of this collection of little villages and towns. So there's like loads of super interesting places to explore. And I really like the fact that the trains are a lot cheaper. So you can actually go out and explore them pretty economically, which is cool. So getting over to Shrewsbury and places like that is really quick, really simple. And I like it a lot. It's really nice hearing an outside perspective on, on sort of Shropshire and Telford. I mean, um, the, the Shrewsbury biscuit for me has been, um, uh, it's been something that I, I made because I just moved to Shrewsbury. So I was just finding out about the town. So I was finding out about the town. So as at the same time as my listeners were. And um, so you've got a really good perspective. And I feel like, you know, anything that you do going forward um, can only be enhanced by that because you're learning everything for the first time pretty much yeah definitely so I'm, I'm hoping that that way I can sort of um same as you really find out all the really cool stuff that everyone already knows about but yeah. also kind of put my feelers out and find like interesting hidden gems and secret things that people don't perhaps know about that you know because you don't always go out and and do the stuff on your doorstep do you um but when you're new you're kind of more inclined to go and explore a bit more so I'm hoping I might open up structure a little bit more for people who've lived here all their lives perhaps um, my my primary school teacher, um, I was very lucky to be taught by David Trumper, who is a well-known historian. Um, there's lots of his books um, that, about Shrewsbury and about Shropshire. Um, and I always remember uh, on a fi- little field trip, because my, my school was Lady Grove in Dorley Bank, if uh, everybody's uh, uh, local to that, you'll, you'll know. And uh, we took a, a walk into, into Dorley, um, in Telford, and um, we were walking around, and he's like, what you guys need to remember is whenever you're walking around your hometown is to look up, look up. Don't just look at the pavement, look at the buildings around you because the architecture will, will, will take you by surprise sometimes. And, um, you know, I pretend like I heard that in Shrewsbury, um, but I didn't, I heard that from David Trumper in Dorley. Um, and, you know, 
when you're from or you live in Telford, Dawley's just Dawley. Do you know what I mean? It's just Dawley. You forget that it's a, it's a, it's actually a village that's hundreds of years old and has lots of history, <laughs> you know? So it's, you're right. Sometimes you've got to be a tourist in your own town or even be new to the town and be a tourist. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, definitely. The, the staycation is the new thing, isn't it? And um, mm. and it turns out that there's loads to do that's um, um pretty cost-effective, which is important at the moment because nobody has any money. Yeah, uh, yeah. But also you can uh, throw some spends out there and have a bit of fun as well. So I have basically started a, a new online magazine called The Shropshire Goat, um, which is charting my adventures basically at the moment. But I'm really hoping that it will grow into a resource that people can use to to see what's going on. Uh, in and around Shropshire. Nice. Uh, so, as as a as a, a magazine, is, have you have you made anything like this before? Have you got any history of experience with with magazines or um, content of that kind? So. Um, in my kind of day job, I'm I'm kind of a jack of all trades, really. But um, nice. I'm a freelance food and drink writer. And I run a little company with my husband called Thirst Media, which is like a creative agency. And we do like um, content creation, photography, audio, all that kind of thing for small businesses and charities. So kind of helping to amplify the voice of small independent businesses uh around the country actually but obviously predominantly in our local area so um i clearly have a key interest in food and drink and you'll notice that the shropshire goat is quite beer heavy because beer writing is probably what i'm best known for so the the pubs and the breweries are are what i make a beeline for um but also you know hopefully as as time goes on and i get out exploring more and more you'll see some cool video content some nice photography um just some things to bring the stuff to life so i've um i've done websites before we build websites for for small businesses so i've done a, a nice little simple website there for the shropshire goat and started to bob some listings on and some information so people can see what's happening and also just places that i visit and things that i see so that um hopefully there'll be kind of just everything to do in your leisure time like eats and drinks but also kind of fun stuff festivals events sports and family friendly stuff as well because i think a lot of the time the kind of family side isn't really focused on that much like if you've got kids you want to know where to take them what to do and uh, that's something that I want to cover as well because I, I have a two-year-old myself, so I need to find stuff to keep her occupied as well. You sound like my kind of people, especially when it comes to content creation. I'm just like, wow, uh, yeah, I couldn't make you a better time. You know, uh, we all we all kind of need to, to amplify our voices a little bit, um, and and social media is of course um, the biggest voice out there. If you know how to use it, and if you make content, uh, you know, if, if you're a content creator. Most people have kind of learned how to sort of uh, get through the algorithms and stuff, you know. So, um, the the more I think is who you know in this business for sure. <laughs> uh, and well, you know what? Sorry, go on. I was just going to say. I mean, who you know is kind of the key thing because um, the whole point of the Shropshire Goat is it's the the goat, the greatest of all time. So I'm trying to find yes. the best things out there, and um, and so this just gives me an excuse to go up to people and say, hey what's going on what do you do and it gives me a really good kind of lead in to to talk to people and find out more about their businesses and and go and visit them and speaking of uh, you know uh turning up at the right time i feel like shropshire is so amazing for independent food creators um breweries um independent businesses on the whole whether it's coffee shops whether it's restaurants you know they're, they're, i feel like there's definitely a cry for for help there at the moment because you know 
things are getting tight now for people. And, you know, I was, what was I talking I was talking about, um, we, went, we went for an Indian last night. And I was like, we don't come for an Indian that often. You know, it's one of those nice things you do every now and again. Like, you know what I mean? So I always stick to the same meals. This is just a talk about me going, yeah, I need to eat some spicy curries, you know, um, but like, I only have so much to spend. So I have the same thing every time. Um, <laughs> um, but what, what, what the most important thing is people can't afford to go to this place, that place, and that place. So they need to know the best places to go and eat and drink. And this is where people like you and maybe myself come into uh, and lots of um, other creators of, of great content like yours. I think it's a really, really well needed. Um, the hospitality has been has been punished so badly over the last sort of two or three years. Yeah. And I, I really, you know, like like you say, things are tight for everyone. They're tight for the businesses with their, their utility bills, like increasing in price mm -hmm. at an astronomical scale. They need the custom. Otherwise, we're going to lose them. Like you've got this great food and drink scene. You've got like the Ludlow Food, Fair, uh, food Festival coming up uh, in a couple of weeks. Uh, the Shrewsbury Beer Festival is next next week coming up at the end of end of next week. So there's tons of stuff happening where you can get the camera one. Yeah, the camera one. Yeah, that'd oh, be happening. Yeah. No, we um, got we got we got history. Me in that little beer festival we have. Ooh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Oktoberfest looks fab as well. So there's, there's like tons of stuff happening. But like you say, sometimes you you're not sure where where the best place is to spend what money you have, what disposable income you might be fortunate enough to have at your disposal, as it were. And but so I that, think that, uh, the idea no, is sorry. <laughs> so the idea is definitely to get out there and uh you know spend it wisely like support those independents get those because you know every every pound you spend with a small independent business a local brewery a fantastic cafe a beautiful butchers you know they're putting that money plowing that back into the local economy as well it's not going into the pockets of shareholders who might live anywhere you know and i'm really keen to kind of champion that independent voice wherever possible um and uh I'm, I'm I'm taking a, a different perspective on the on Oktoberfest this year because we go every year. Um, we're good friends with Shropshire Festivals; they're great people. Um, I was changing my light because I think that's made a difference. Uh, <laughs> and um, I am bringing a friend from Stoke, someone that's not never been to Shrewsbury before, because I feel like it's nice to get like we were just talking about at the beginning of this podcast. Good to get an outside perspective. You know, I know what to expect from Oktoberfest. I've been there before, but let's show someone who's never seen it. And see what they think. And I'm, I'm going to follow around with a microphone and maybe a camera. And we're going to get that. We're going to get that. Those views. I feel like it's really important. Um, and yes, with with festivals like this, they do a great job at illustrating what is good around us. And I, I've always said that. I've always championed uh, local events because uh, okay. So we've got Drawn coming up on the 24th and 25th of September. You should definitely come to this. By the way, Drawn is fantastic. It's at the Shrewsbury Museum. Um, and it's artists that um, are, they have desks where they sit at the tables where they sell their stuff. There's workshops going on. But like for, for, for an artist, you can't walk around and be like, I'm an artist. It's nice to be able to show people what you can do. And these art fairs are great at it. And same as events. You know, if you're at an event where it's food or drink orientated, you can be like, yeah, try some of this. This is what we do. This is the, you know, the smell can draw someone to their food truck. Well, you know, it's that, that's the, that's the beauty of events like this. Anything. 
Definitely. And I think um, as well, it's really interesting to kind of have so many new options available because like things like it sounds like drawn and um, also the beer festivals, you know, there's so much on offer that you can kind of you can stick with things, you know, and you, you already know that you love and you're confident with or you can just branch out there and try something new. So I was um, I was writing up um, Oktoberfest the other day for the, the website. And um, and I went through the beer list and I was like, well, here are some great beers that I might pick. But actually, I'm more likely to go for things like um, there's Magic magic Dragon Brewing, Dragon dragon <laughs> Brewing, um, and all kinds of names that I haven't heard of before, which is fantastic. I've been writing yeah. about beer for years, you know, um, and there are, there are breweries that I've never tasted in my life before. So actually, when I go to something like that, I go, I go straight for the, the places that I haven't heard of and try something new. And that's a great way to discover great things, you know, um, mm. and there is so much choice out there. So I'm I'm kind of overwhelmed at the moment, just a couple of weeks into this whole goat thing, that um it seems like you know where where do I start and and what how do we pack it all in you know you've got such a big patch as well you know the whole of Shropshire really why not from, from Ludlow <laughs> to Bridge North to to Telford to Shrewsbury um then it's Oswestry Street <laughs> yeah, there's so much going on there in the whole county um. But I guess it's like rich pickings, isn't it? You can choose what you want to talk about. Yeah, definitely. And like I say, it's it's relatively easy. Like I don't drive. Um, I have my little bike, so you can see me pedaling around. Um, and it's relatively easy to get around, even though it is a rural county. So that's great. I just think, well, why not get out there? Why, you know, why limit myself to Telford or or wherever? And yeah. obviously, at the beginning, certainly it's going to be relatively Telford heavy because I'm I'm. <laughs> gradually branching out from where I live to to discover different yeah. things and already I've been blown away like I don't know if it's just because we happened to move here in the summer but like we went to the balloon fiesta the other day and that's amazing that was there. like that's good what a resource for like the the town council to put on for free and you pop down to the town park and not only are there always these amazing you know there's so many like playgrounds and activities and all this stuff going on but then you know i was watching like some of the world's best bmx's do a display and i just thought well this is cool like i'm i'm happy to be here i'm happy to go to this and, and you know that gave me the chance then i, I popped into albert shed because i'd heard that that's a great place for live music just you know scoping it out having a look fantastic beer lineup in there by the way it really mm. blown away got to try three tons brewery for the first time you know that's one of the most historic breweries in the country and it's only what 20 odd miles away from me now um so yeah i'm excited about it but i'm kind of tripping over myself to to get all these things out at once and what i think i need to do is kind of go yeah actually this is a project that i need to settle into and i'm going to be on this for years you know this will never end because there's there's always new events there's always new stuff happening so i'm hoping that this is something even when i feel like i'm you know i've elbowed my way in and become you know an honorary uh salopian that i might actually kind of keep it going and it's something that you know might lead well who knows where it'll lead that's the joy of it really We've spoiled you, spoiled you, Laura. That's it. That's it. Now you're going to be like, oh, where's all the festivals? Where's, it? where's all the what? stuff? Yeah, bring what? it on. There's a week with nothing going on. How is this possible? <laughs> I don't believe that happens. I don't. Shropshire I don't is that. terrible. Shropshire <laughs> never stops. That's what I'm discovering. Yeah, it is. It's 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 great because if you go onto onto Facebook and you look for events near me, there you can scroll 
for the whole week. Just for one week, you can keep just keep scrolling. There's so much going on. Whether it's something going on at Theatre Seven, or whether it's something that's going on at the place in Open Gates, or whether it's an, a festival, an event, or a food festival, or something like that that's going on, it's it's a great place for it. And um, in what I love about the county, I mean, I get this a lot from Shrop Shrewsbury, and you notice in my logo, I have the Shropshire the Shropshire badge on on the front because be, there are there are places surrounding Shrewsbury. I feel like a really important. Uh, you know, county-wise, um, I like to talk about things that's going on in Telford. We work with uh, Rocking Horse Media that are based in in Oswestry. Um, you know, we we do venture outside of Shrewsbury because it's important to know what's going on in your county, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm I'm excited. I was I was actually going to head out to um, Hencote, the vineyard, yesterday, yeah. uh, but the trains were all yada yada. There was safety issues on the track and whatnot so uh, i'm going on monday instead um and again that's like you know I've, i'm literally just in the process of adding them into an article i'm writing for um glug magazine i don't know if you know about them they're like a the have you heard of beer 52 they do a beer subscription yes service. yes i spoke they're, to them i was chatting to them a while ago because i was like send me a box and i'll I'll review it, you know, like this is really cringy. Well. I'll do a, I'll do an opening or, you know, I'll do a- <laughs> right, an unboxing. Well, they have, unboxing. they have like a, a sister website now, which is wine 52. So you can get wine subscriptions mm. as well. And um, the same as the beer service, they send out a magazine every month, which has cool articles. Uh, and I write for ferment, which is the beer one and Gluck, which is the wine one. So I've already like found an opportunity where I should be able to mention um, some of the great wines that Henko are making. So I'm going to go out and visit those and make sure that it, it does exactly what I'm hoping it to do. Um, and then I'll be able to include those, not just in the Shropshire Goat, but also in some of the kind of writing that I do as well. So I can imagine how, how the, the process, this is very, very nice wine. I mean, have you got to do the, the, the tasting and the writing separate? Because I, I imagine <laughs> after a while, you very much love what you're writing about. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's it's always important to uh, keep copious notes or, um, you know, maybe some dictaphone notes, perhaps, just so you, you know what's happening. But also drink responsibly. This is what we say is an important message. Um, but I, I think Henko, it's amazing. Like, I, I can't believe that I've landed on their doorstep because they're, they're making some of the best red wine in the world, according to the um, International Wine Challenge, which is like the best wine awards globally. Um, and, you know, England, Wales can't make red wine is what everyone says because we, we're cold climate. It's really hard to get the grapes to ripen properly. Uh, but with uh, climate change, which is what my article that I'm writing is about, uh, that was a good sentence for a writer, wasn't it? <laughs> but with um, global temperatures increasing slightly, that means that actually now it's becoming more viable to make red wine. And that's something that they're excelling at. Uh, just, I think, two miles north of Shrewsbury. I hope it's only two miles north because I'm taking my bike on the train and then cycling there. And if it's not, I'm going to be, uh, well, very tired, I imagine. I, lo- I love your optimism. I really do. Because <laughs> even even when you were saying, well, I hope it's two hours, uh, two, two, two uh, miles. Oh, I, I hope it's not three. two hours. That would suck. I'll be back two in less <laughs> I hope it's not too much. You, you still sound really hopeful and happy, and uh, you know, during your travels, the start of the, your adventures with a shop, shop should go. I bet you've, I bet you've, um, you've had the best time. Just trying yeah, to for it. sure. We're well, we're like two weeks in, and uh, I, yeah. it's like you know, it's super, super new. I cannot stress how new it is. So please go along, 
shropshiregoat.com, at shropshiregoat on all the social media, big social media platforms, all that kind of thing, and follow. And, like, I'm super excited that yesterday we hit a, 100 followers on Instagram. And it's like, you know, from small beginnings, it has to start somewhere. And yeah, that so feels great. That's how I found you. We've got a hundred people, and that's you know that's awesome. That there's, there's already lots of businesses getting involved. I went to um wonderful Izzy's Cafe in Wellington the other day. I had an amazing breakfast using really great kind of butchers sausages. They had they had butchers great well faggots from the butchers on their specials menu, and I was just so I was there in the morning. I was like, oh, I kind of really want that because that's great. Um, and you know, it's just a small little cafe. Um, they've just been taken over by new owners and they were really excited to say, come on down, come and see what we're doing. Um, come and find out for yourself. And so, you know, they're the friendliest people on earth. While I was sat in there, um, Liz, who, who's the new owner, she talks to everyone. And I was just sat there waiting for my food to come out. And while I was just waiting in that short time, she, she found this um, like older lady who was gonna sit on her own and actually realized that she knew someone in the back corner of the cafe and she said oh you know do you mind if she comes and sits with you they sat together had a nice sociable lunch together when otherwise they might have been on their own there was another guy who got his order she brought his coffee out and she said oh I didn't put you a biscuit on the side because you're diabetic. That's right, isn't it? So you won't want a biscuit. He said, yeah, that's it. No, I don't. Thank you. Thanks for not putting the temptation in front of me. You know, it's like the little touches like that that I think so amazing. And that's how you find the good places. So it's like Henko is this like amazing high-end vineyard with, from what I from what I hear, um, incredible panoramic views around the Shropshire Hills and, you know, this kind of amazing fine dining, fine wine experience. And then Izzy's is like open at 6.30, go and get your builders breakfast, have a great cup of tea, which is important, as we all know. Of and, course. you know, <laughs> and, get, and get that kind of friendly chit chat and, you know, just kind of feel a bit part of the community. So I'm, I'm running the full spectrum um, because I think that, you know, there's something for everyone out there to do and to enjoy. And so I want to kind of, I don't want it to be exclusive. It's not like, oh, you know, you can only go to a bar that does 15 quid cocktails. Um, no, you can go and have a lovely bang up breakfast for five, six quid. Uh, or you can go and go to that great cocktail bar. I'll try and find those as well. It's, you know, really, you need to kind of look at all the options and find free stuff as well. I think free stuff's important too, like the blue. Oh, yeah. Are, we all love a freebie, know. don't we? Everybody loves a freebie. Oh, for sure. And, <laughs> and when, when, I, when I finish this interview, we're heading out. I Again, just looking looking through the internet and trying to find what's happening. I found that there's um like a little community fun day at the uh, a center just like three minutes walk down the road from me today so once we finish this we're taking the little one down and gonna get her on the bouncy castle so you know magical times sounds fantastic uh, and, and you know when it comes to writing you know talking about how, how positive you are um do you think it's important to to, to write the truth when it comes to i mean because you can keep it po with a biscuit i tend to keep it really positive i don't really be like or when they're doing that relief road, or when they're doing this, or this, that, this, this, this the council of this, and like, I like to keep things positive because I feel like people see enough of that on Facebook and in the news. Let's keep things happy. But as a writer yourself, um, do you feel like um, it's important to write when something's bad, or do you just have to avoid it and keep things positive? Uh, this is a really interesting one and something that I've talked about with a lot of people over many, many years before. Um, I, I 
like to be positive as much as possible, but I also like to be honest. And I think that for me, that I know there's a lot of people who won't cover things that they didn't like or, you know, yeah. that wasn't very good. Um, and I will almost always continue to cover things and I'll try and find the positives as well as negatives. So I'll always try and be um, constructive with any criticism of why I didn't have a good time. So quite often if someone's new they'll have a whole new set of staff they're dealing with new systems and so things can go wrong and that's fine and I will always kind of say you know this has loads of potential perhaps so I'm going to head back in a couple of months when they've found their feet they're a bit more settled and see how it runs but I also think that it's really important like you were saying people want to know where's a good place to spend the money that they've got and if there are no negative points in reviews out there then people maybe just assume that it's fine because no one's written about it so it's like actually there might be somewhere that isn't so worth investing your time and your money in um but when you google it nothing comes up because everyone goes oh it was rubbish so i'm not gonna actually i'm not gonna cover that um so I'll, i'll always make sure to put that honest it's always my honest reflection of my own experience and you know that's all i can give really um but yeah i think it's it's good to give businesses the chance to improve as well if there's a problem always talk to them at the time and give them the chance to kind of you know sort it out or figure out or you know redo a system if there's a problem with I don't know how their menus are working or how their staff are trained or all that kind of stuff you know you can you can politely and respectfully talk to people about that and then that's the sort of thing that if that happens I will cover that when I write about it as well. So I think having having the good and the bad out there is important because otherwise there's just an assumption that it's fine or no one's written about it yet when actually you might know in your soul it's not a great place to go and, and it forewarned is forearmed. But also at the end of the day, look, this is all my opinion. So by all means, take it with a pinch of salt and try it for yourself. Absolutely. We went to an Indian last night um, in Monkmore that I'd never been to before. And um, it was actually wonderful. We went with the family, and um, <laughs> it was really funny because uh, we turned up with all the Col- my wife's from Colombia, so it's it all Col- all the Colombian lot, and we all sat in the corner, massive table, and we had just the best time. I was like, we're definitely coming back here, and I wouldn't have known about that place unless I'd actually got you know been taken there by the family. So like, yeah, when it comes to food, I had this idea, um, maybe we can even collaborate on this at some point. It's still in the pipeline. I'll just have to put a back burner on it for a little bit, but um, I've got a really good camera. I've got some good microphones. I know some good people, but like, you know, you turn up to, I, I like um, uh, Bar Rescue and Kitchen Nightmares and these kind of shows where Gordon Ramsay turns up, but I want to do something like that, but positive, right? So instead of going to be like, oh, it's raw, you know, I want to, you know, I want to turn up and be like, this is this bar, uh, this this um, Indian restaurant. It's in Monkmore. Um, it's a quiet little place. But let's meet the staff, and then you speak to the chef, and then you you look at some of the you pan around with the camera, looking at some of the dishes, and then you get people on the table, and you can invite people like yourself, who's a writer, or even another chef that works in Shrewsbury, and we can really like sort of go around the county and sort of uh, sort of show people that there are really good places to eat. Uh, and to meet and um that's that, that was one of our ideas liam timsley came up with that idea and uh, i still very much want to do something like that it's just i need to get potted out of my way <laughs> before i can do that um but that's a good idea um because like yeah, you said I, I think that's the the kind of thing that 
I try and do kind of in my in my actual proper business life is, um, you know, kind of work with brands and businesses and help them just to, to develop their their yeah, own sure. brand personality, let people know about what they do. Um, and sometimes they just need little tweaks to really get the word out there a bit more. It's like, you know, just sometimes just telling people just post every day on Instagram, <laughs> like don't post once. And then two months later, look at your account and say, well, why isn't it growing? Why nobody, is no one nobody even liked it. What are you on about? <laughs> it's like you know just little <laughs> tips like that can really help small businesses so i've i find doing that kind of thing and being really positive really gets people enthused about what they're doing and and pushes them on pushes them to the next level and also helping to connect businesses is really important so like i love 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 one of my favorite things to do is like um pairing food with wine beer spirits um, and alcohol-free equivalents as well. So I love doing events where you can introduce people to, to wines and beers, spirits that they haven't perhaps tried before, tell them how to taste, love telling people how to taste because it's so funny. Everyone's like, you're going to you're gonna tell me how to drink this? Like, not only that, I'm going to tell you how to look at it and how to smell it first as well, as if I wasn't patronising enough. Um, but then also, you know, if you've got a great, a great drink from someone local, you find a fantastic you know there's like brilliant beef here in the in the county for example brilliant cheese now if you start putting those things together you're bringing businesses together and then that helps to spark off new ideas and as a an, an independent community which we are part of as the content creators you know mm -hmm. we all get stronger by working together competition is a is a positive thing the more people there yeah. are kind of bringing footfall bringing the public into an area the better off we all are so yeah if anyone needs uh someone to hold a beer tasting or anything like that let me know because i love it it's when i'm in my element how how are you with gin oh yeah great love gin i am um, i'm one of the judges i do the specialist spirits judging for the um great taste awards every year so oh, wow. i've been through a lot of gin over so, the last few years do you know darren from gin different in shrewsbury um, I don't know him in person, but I think that mm. we have had contact in the past. I used to have a gym brand that I looked after for a while, and I have a feeling that we did some cool collaborations. Oh, he's got this bar yeah. in the Market Hall in Shrewsbury, and it's just the whole back wall is just different gins, independent labels, non-independent labels from this country, not from this country. He is just the gin expert. Good friend of mine as well. I'll definitely have to hook you guys up because uh, I think you yeah, have a great time. Nice. It's it's interesting yeah. times. I mean, the the gin wave continues to ride, but uh, but we can see uh, some great rums and also some fantastic whiskies coming up on its coattails now. So gin's got a little bit of competition, but it's going to stay strong, I think, at least for the next few years. We need more mead. <laughs> I love well, mead. There is, right? there is mead. There's mead out there, but um, yeah, I'm, I've not I've not looked for mead in Shropshire yet, but there's definitely mm. great mead being made in this country. <laughs> so. Um. I love working with other content creators. I always, I've always welcomed whether it's a new podcast, whether people going to make a vlog. I love working with people that do something similar to me because I feel like you know, there's there's what sixteen billion ears on the planet. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Out of the eight billion that's here, so there's there's plenty of people to listen to your stuff. And um, whether it's you're doing something that's not local, whether you're doing your your own beer tasting podcast, whether you like to talk about Batman, whatever it is, like let's just all get together and just share notes and get to know each other and stuff because i feel like you're right you know people that work together in the same sort of field can only learn from each other 
Um, yeah, there's there's space for all of us, definitely. And I think, you know, because we all have different perspectives. We all come at it from yeah. a, a slightly different route. We're all walking different paths to be uh, horribly and annoyingly hippie about it. Um, but, you know, we all have expertise in different areas. And I love learning as well. Like this is how I've got into kind of doing more of the drinks writery stuff over kind of the last five or seven years or so is just because I, I just want to know more and I just you know I keep going I, there's not a brewery on earth that I don't want to have a walk around and a little nose about um I keep doing my wine qualifications so that people hopefully believe that I actually know what I'm talking about because honestly rainbow hair you walk in and say hi I'm leading your wine tasting straight away that makes everyone go this is not what I was expecting <laughs> and it's like <laughs> taking take the snobbery out of wine tasting is like a, another of my kind of huge missions in life wine tasting is for everyone uh, because there are non-alcoholic wines out there including as well as alcoholic ones and um, wine tasting is not supposed to be snobbish or elitist it's supposed to be fun wine is fun wine is nice mm. and so mm. that's kind of the angle that i like to push yeah. i feel like me and you get on really well i mean i'll, I'll turn up to award ceremonies and a check shirt and a backwards baseball cap i love it and a microphone and people know it's who i am straight away <laughs> always sparkly <laughs> like, oh. Uh, well, uh, uh, Whiteley, uh, I'm sorry, but the dress code was smart casual. And, oh, I'm really, really, really sorry about that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, I'm not a big dress code person myself, to be honest. Mm. But, you know, the rules are there to be broken, aren't they? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, do you know what? It's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you today. I love what you're doing. And I hope we meet each other on the road. And I'd love to invite you. We can we can do something together sometime. I feel that'd be really good. I've got plenty of microphones. There's plenty of room on the biscuit for another person who likes to talk about great things independently and locally. Um, uh, where so are you going? Are you going to do a physical copy of this, or is it just going to be online? At the moment, it's just online because um, yeah. because it's it's like non-revenue generating. I'm not like asking businesses to, nope, to pay anything sense. to feature. It's not advertising. It's not anything like that. So um, it's I'm just putting in the money to run a website. Um, and doing all the development work and photography and whatnot myself. Um, so people can go to ShropshireGoat, or one word, dot com, uh, and at ShropshireGoat on uh, Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter. And I'm also doing my first ever foray into TikTok. So uh, still That's find great. my voice on that one. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, all just TikTok. Huh? find you on there. I'll find you on yeah, TikTok, and I'll, find, I'll follow you. I mean, what we tend to do is I'm gonna I'm gonna actually. My, my mouse has just died weirdly i have to use the mouth the touchpad um <laughs> um i'm going to share actually uh one of our tiktoks because i think it's really good um i guess it's not a tiktok it's a video i downloaded for tiktok where's it gone where's it gone I actually put up the other day uh, a video that I made in 2009, which was me dancing in front of Machu Picchu before Instagram and TikTok existed. And I thought it was time that that went out on the internet because uh, <laughs> I was doing it first. It's my uh, my hipster approach to TikTok. Here's a really, really old video, probably made before most of you were born, of me doing a silly thing at a, a World Heritage site. I, I, love, I love that. I love things. I love being vulnerable and... You know, I do. I do a lot of stuff where, um, actually, I'm going to share the um, the uh, the square version of this. Um, I love putting myself out there, wearing my heart on my sleeve, and you know, it's 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 kind of a dangerous game, really, because you're like, oh my god, look at me, and if nobody's paying attention, you're kind of like, oh, 
little bit. You know? <laughs> but um, do you, you you keep going? Uh, you know, working on the radio and I've done bits of acting and stuff. It's nice to it's nice to just, tr- just keep trying and keeping things interesting, isn't it? Because at the end of the day, who I, I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't live if it was boring all the time. I'd be so depressed. But I love what I do. I love getting out of the community and finding out about people. Um, right, what I'm going to do, guys, is before we get out of here, I'm going to tell you about a couple of things that are coming up. Um, make sure you check out last week's episode, which is um, I spoke to Cherie Gerard and Mike Perkins. So Cherie is a fantastic artist. Um, she's brilliant at what she does. And Mike Perkins is an artist for DC Comics. He's currently just finished the his run on Swamp Thing. He's about to go on to Detective Comics. Quick guy. And we're talking about Drawn, uh, which we mentioned earlier in the show. It's an art fair uh, designed for local artists. It's going to be at um, the Shrewsbury Museum um, on the 24th and 25th of September. It's a free event. Turn up. Um, there's lots of workshops going on. You can buy your the wares and, and whatever p- local independent artists are selling. You can. They're great people to speak to as well. We'll be there as well. We're setting up a studio, uh, and we're going to be uh, we're going to be uh, chatting to people as they come and go. Um, so uh, you can definitely take part in that and make sure you listen to the episode. I do have a preview here. If you don't, we'll just share. We'll have a listen to. It's usually what you imagined it would be, or do you reckon it's more? Oh, no, no, more. It's, it's more. It's more. There's, there's so many different creators here. It's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, um, not just illustrators. There's a lot of art that goes on. And um, I mean, just look over the past two months. I mean, it's been a multiple festivals every week. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's always something going on. No, it's definitely more than than I thought. Definitely more than I remember from living here 20 odd years back. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's when I came back because right. I moved back from London and got I was Cherie's a little bit. for it. She was the spark. <laughs> <laughs> I try, you know. I had a bit of time out when I had my daughter, but um, yeah, yeah. I was I was a bit frustrated when I first moved back. Right. And a lot of people seem to move away. You know, when they were in their prime, yeah, it's yeah. sort of just an exodus. But I think it's I think it's more happening now. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely. So yeah, that was recorded at Daily Brews, and I love that coffee coffee shop sound in the background because that is Shrewsbury. That is what Shrewsbury sounds like. And uh, thank you, Daily Brews, for letting us come and set up our equipment there. That's fantastic. And in two days' time on Wednesday, we're going to be sharing with you an interview we did with the Horses and Biscuits crew. It's an episode called Castaway. We're doing this every month now uh, instead of every two weeks. We did a background actors workshop at Derwin College in Oswestry, Street. And um so many people turned up it was a great weekend we're gonna have a debrief about that and talk about some new cat talk to some new cast members for the henry house um uh nursing home drama that they're making a tv pilot which will hopefully turn into a tv show um laura and i've I've read the uh, script the full script it is wonderful um so please make sure you check that out um one more final thing. I'm sorry, but we have got a very important thing to talk about, and that is part eight. Uh, on the 29th of September at 9 a.m., we're going to go live in front of cameras and microphones, and we're not going to stop until 9 a.m. the next morning. Uh, we have a team that spans across the Atlantic. Um, there's me, Alex, Moose, and we have some very special guest hosts coming in as well, which I'll announce some other time. Uh, that's in Shropshire. And over in the States, we have Tom Bruno in Vermont and we have David Raby and we have uh, George um, in, in Santa, Ana, Santa Ana in California. Um, so that team is going to sit in front of uh, mics and cameras 
all for those 24 hours. We've 24 amazing guests that are going to be joining us, and we're going to be raising as much money as we can for Lingen Davis. Um, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and on LinkedIn uh, for everything you need to know. Laura, thank you so much for joining me today. Is there anything you want to throw on before we get out of here? uh i don't know i think um i think i've i've plugged everything that is possible um you can check out all of my portfolio and random other work if you want to read about beer and that kind of stuff uh i think the best place is probably linktree uh laura hadland on linktree um and that's a great way of uh, seeing some of the work that i've done before if you like kind of beer wine spirits if you like talking about food if you like talking about sustainability and small producers that's something i write about a lot as well so there's all kinds of stuff all over the internet that i have tippy tap typed out uh so yeah catch up and if anyone has heard this and would like to get in touch or find out more they can get me on info at shropshiregoat.com wonderful thank you so much guys thank you so much for tuning in uh we will catch you next time um and um yeah this has been fantastic uh peace out everybody see ya.